going to teach you about journalism. The Kayfabe Crunch has data. Thanks to Invasitech, the safest way to have your data stolen. Collected. Simply install our app on your smartphone, car, and fridge, and we'll make your life a breeze. Let Invasitech take care of all that boring decision-making. And before you know it, you'll be ours. Human. The Kayfabe Crunch. For the news. Not on my watch, you son of a bitch. Good news! This is your Kayfabe Crunch for Tuesday, December 15, 2020. I'm Jimmy Juicebox. Coming up on today's edition, we have all the latest from Raw. Plus, we take a look at the history of the steel chair in wrestling. But first... On this day... In grappling history, in 1987, at the Slammy Awards, Vince McMahon performed the song and dance routine, Stand Back. Now, this performance is infamous for being so bad, it's, it's almost good. But one definite derivative from this dodgy display of dancemanship was that a 13-year-old Gregory Helms watched the performance at home and decided that if everyone were to stand back, they'd be safe from any hurricanes coming through. And in 1997, McMahon ushered in the Attitude Era by making a two-minute speech about audience demographics and TV ratings. Because nothing says F you to the man like corporate jargon. <laughs> Our entire history is a lie. Thanks for choosing this Peppermint News schnapps. Pop it in some hot cocoa and glug the facts. And now let's get on with the peppy poetry news. Top story, festive furniture fights. Raw began with a stage play. The Miz read the classic poem, The Nightmare Before TLC. And as he did so, the players appeared one by one. John Morrison played the highly offensive, but it's Scotland, so apparently that's fine, role of Drew McIntyre. And AJ Styles played AJ Styles, a role he could just about play. They simulated a fight between McIntyre and Styles, which is different to regular wrestling because that's real. In fact, it should be noted, this is the first fake fight we've ever covered on the Kayfabe Crunch. Sheamus arrived on the scene and stated that all these lads love to stand around playing with their swords, whereas he prefers fisting. I don't know, I bet you could do both at the same time. Styles then threw a Christmas tree at Sheamus, which we can all agree is shocking behavior. Not only is it blasphemous to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but also Igvar, God of the Pines. Styles then defeated Sheamus in a match, after which Styles and Omos hung Sheamus upside down in the ropes, like an Irish vampire bat. It's interesting to note, McIntyre didn't come to the aid of Sheamus. Just mentioning that for anyone who claims WWE doesn't have long-term story, I can't say that, that would break kayfabe. It's... 
<laughs> it's getting tougher, folks. It's, ge- it's getting real tough. The night closed with an ascension ceremony. Good to see Connor and Victor getting the respect they deserve. Where the WWE Championship was raised high in the air. Styles then surprised the champ by reminding him that Omos, Miz, and Morrison can get involved on Sunday. The challenger then hits Drew with, wait for it, a table, yeah, a ladder, and get this, guys, you'll you'll never guess. Have you have you guessed? A chair. Now it's time for your fast count. The champagne bottle across the back of news. Jackson Riker joins Elias's stage crew. What is it about the far right and playing roadies? Lana is out of the tag team match at TLC. This company actually builds a rivalry around tables for once, and then they don't even have a tables match. Unbelievable. Vince McMahon doesn't see the value in Keith Lee tossing wrestlers, but instead has him toss coins. Moving from NXT to Raw is starting to feel like something of a coin toss. So it's fitting. The Firefly Funhouse takes a field trip to the Thunderdome, only to find it's exactly the same as the last one. But capitalism breeds innovation, right? Randy Orton attempts to burn Bray Wyatt alive. Zero charges of attempted murder as of this morning. So unrealistic. The Hurt Business attacks a member of the ring crew by lathering him in beef cream. Beef cream! It's beefy. It's creamy. It's no longer called milk. Ricochet loses to Mace of Retribution. He must now lose to T-Bar to complete his collection. Matt Riddle shows a surprisingly progressive attitude by encouraging the education of pronouns. I don't care which pronouns you use, said Riddle, just as long as my wife doesn't find out. And that's your fast count. You've been counted out. Bougie on a budget. We all love a good sit-down. At the end of a back-breaking day mining data or Bitcoin, it's good to sit back and relax in our favorite chair. Perhaps it's a warm, cozy armchair in the middle of winter, or even a poolside waterproof lounger at the height of summer. Or maybe just a simple steel folding chair. No, don't you dare sit on that. A wrestler needs it to defend his family's honor. Chairs. They're the oldest foreign object in the history of professional wrestling, due in part to the fact that audience members sit on them. And shows aren't always a sellout. That's that's a constant in wrestling history. In the spring of 1929, the sport was changed forever when Dory Funk Sr. Sr. picked up a folding chair for the first time and cracked it across the back of his opponent, who, who probably also had a silly name. I just, I just can't think of one. Most financial experts agree that this one chair shot alone caused the Wall Street crash. 
as the chair itself was taken from beneath the bottom of a top stock broker. Now the experience of having his seat pulled from beneath him brought about a feeling of uncertainty in the executive, the feeling that life could change in an instant. When markets opened the next morning, he sold all of his shares in every company, which triggered similar reactions from his contemporaries. By the fall of 1929, America had entered the Great Depression, all thanks to this single chair shot, which still managed to cause less overall damage than the ones The Rock gave mankind in 99. Speaking of 1999, that year was infamous for what we called the phantom menaceification of chair shots, where for a six-month period, wrestlers across the world would tape two chairs together to make a sort of double-chaired chair and they would just windmill at their opponents, usually in two-on-one handicap matches. This fad didn't last, as the move simply didn't live up to the hype. Chairs are in fact the most common weapon used in wrestling. In WWE alone, there have been over 600 ladder jumps, 2,000 table breaks, but over 7,000 strikes with a steel chair. And those figures are accurate, you can check as this past weekend, I watched everything on the network. Modern wrestling analysts have concluded that chairs are here to stay. They're a part of the essence of this great sport. As headlocks are to the squared circle, so are chairs to the very spine of this business. The 2001 documentary, Shrek, even featured chair shots in a wrestling environment. And somebody once told me that the world is going to troll me by saying that the chair ain't the sharpest tool in the shed, which was, which was kind of dumb. So I took my finger and my thumb to blade the shape of an L on my forehead. And that showed them. Well, the fans stop needing and they don't stop needing. Fed breaks the rules and I hit the floor bleeding. Didn't make sense to get hit for fun. Your brain gets dumb and your head gets dumb. there's just time to offer you the recipe to a lovely, festive, wrestling-themed cocktail. Get your pen and paper ready. It's as simple as this. Just add one part hot buttered rum to one part brandy cream to three parts unknown to four worked body parts to five private parties and top with a New Year's dash of nutmeg. And we call that a nonsense bomb. Join us Saturday when we'll ask, will WWE have the balls to make Sasha Banks versus Carmella a champagne social match? With the understanding that, due to Carmella's new persona, it wouldn't be taking women's wrestling back two decades, but rather accentuates just how far we've come, by having Banks defeat Carmella in a match that highlights both of their personalities and that seamlessly features tables and chairs, which is thematic to the show, without having to brand it as such, will they do that? 
and that's a question we'll definitely be asking. And remember, you can support this podcast by subscribing to this very feed. It's easy. The button is right there. Just just look down. And a huge festive thank you to those who've already done so. This has been the Kayfabe Crunch. You're not quite daily, not quite news. Bump for the world of professional wrestling. The Kayfabe Crunch has data thanks to Invasitech. We used to be called spyware. Now, we're a legally sanctioned data collection firm, brought to you via a tech conglomerate subsidiary, working in partnership with governmental agencies across autocratic nations to collect every possible asset from your digital thumbprint. Why did we put that in a commercial? The Kayfabe Crunch.